Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. The only thing better than a delicious gluten-free Thanksgiving is delicious gluten-free Thanksgiving leftovers. Do you have a plan for your leftovers this year? Don't leave it up to chance. Download our ultimate gluten-free Thanksgiving guide for Curry Girl approved leftover recipes. Who said Thanksgiving only had to last one day? Download your free guide today at currygirlskitchen.com and let's make this Thanksgiving even more delicious. Thank you, Madison. <laughs> Thank you for being here and bringing the light to all of us um, because there's so much more than Madison does besides being a medical intuitive. She's clairvoyant a quantum healer, energy worker, shaman woman for sure, <laughs> a Reiki. Oh, yeah. And then things that I've never even heard of, which I'm really excited to kind of like talk about, uh, emotional code, the body code, and a practice called inner wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, Madison, you've learned so many different techniques, and we love that because we know for our own personal being is that there's not just one pill to fix all people, mm-hmm. you know, and there's so many different ways to heal someone as there is a plethora of things that people can actually do to zero in on what is actually right for them in their own personal healing journey. And then it was so interesting for me because I didn't know this about you. I did a little reading, <laughs> but, um, you know, your backstory is really similar to our whole family. I mean, I had six and we had like six different chronic symptoms and challenges throughout the family. And when I was reading all of yours, it was like you had one person and all six plus more, you know, symptoms and situations and things that you were experiencing. In your own health. In your own personal health. this own tall, long body. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) And and so I'm excited to share about the experience that I had. I know Megan had an amazing experience with you, but let's first kind of like, you know, share a little bit about, you know. How does one become a medical intuitive? (laughs) So what um, led you there? Right. (laughs) Oh gosh. All kinds of twists and turns through my life and my DNA. Um, So if we want to go back real far, um, I come from a long line of psychics, clairvoyants, mediums, pastors um, on my mom's bloodline. um, And my, so my mom's a medium. So we grew up in a home where we were channeling spirits. And if like a medium, if a spirit needed to talk to my mom, like things would get weird in our house. Like doors would slam, stereos would turn on in the middle of the night. Like lights would flicker on and off. Things would go missing. So the spirit realm is like no foreign thing to me. Um, That was pretty standard in our home. Um, So yeah, it never really scared me um, like it can, I think for some people. And then um, growing up, I just knew what was wrong with people. 
I knew how to help them. I just gave them advice. I had no idea where it came from, but I just knew how to help. Even in my in college, I studied fashion merchandising and business. Wanted to do <laughs> biotech, but I was like, I don't want to study for that long. It doesn't sound that fun. I'll, do, I'll go do business and fashion. And I remember a sophomore year, like sitting in my dorm with like the other girls, and they just be like, "Okay, Doctor Madison," like because I was a know it all, but I didn't I didn't mean to be a know it all. I just knew things. Um, so I did the whole corporate thing from in early twenties and. I was so miserable and so unhappy. And like, I got to see like me proving my dad certain things and like wanting to fit in with society. But I was, I was sick inside. I was mm. like so sick. And then I was working with a shaman, doing some transformational work. And, and I was like 24, 25. And I started working with plant medicines and I started working with this one healer who literally in like a session, like all of my hip pain was gone. And I had like really bad fibromyalgia. I was diagnosed with like at 18 or 19 with fibromyalgia. And after that, I was like, what did you do? Like, I need to know more of this. Like, this is magic. Um, and from there, she was, she was in Canada and I had a few sessions with her and like my life was starting to shift quickly. I was like, okay, like sign me up. So I ended up finding, so that was, she was working with body code, um, which is one of the modalities that I practice. And, um, from there, I was like, I want to see, like, she didn't really ever explain what she was doing. It was like on the other end, it was remote. It was never on the phone with me. She would just kind of call me after, tell me what she saw and release. I was like, I need to know more. So I ended up finding a practitioner in Orange County. I was living in Newport beach at the time. And she helped me with so many issues. Like I was having chronic sinus infections, chronic fatigue, you name it. And basically, and I had had a whole allergy board done of all foods, like environmental factors, everything, everything came back negative. And let me tell you, all my blood work growing up always came back, oh, she's healthy. She's fine. You sure she doesn't have diabetes? Uh, oh my God. That is exactly <laughs> Megan. And I literally <laughs> yell at the doctors like, nope, there's something more here. Yeah. Well, and also that too, like just from there, like my mom, like there, no, like I remember her being so mad at the doctor. She's like, no, there's, I'd be in the hospital. Like at, in four, I was homeschooled in fourth grade because I was so thin. I wasn't, I mean, I was so tall, but like I ended up having Epstein bar, but like what's wrong with her helper? And they couldn't help me. So I, then I form a belief system that I'm broken, that there's something wrong with me, which I actually just worked on the last week. But, um, so where were we? Yeah. Going back to working with the body coat healer, um, I was spending a good amount of money working with her and I knew inside, I think it was like when I say 25, I knew inside that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. But I was so afraid to leave that corporate life. How am I going to take care of myself? How am I going to pay for my bills? Like, how am I going to do all of these things? And I didn't listen to the call. Um, and this is my, I would say my life rug number one. So I call it the life rug where it's pulled out from underneath you and you don't listen to spirit and your whole life goes into <laughs> shambles. So I went on um, actually mental leave because I was so mentally broken down from my job, but it gave me this beautiful opportunity to study and practice energy healing. So I dove straight in. I was literally studying like 80 hours a week. I loved it. And once I got my first certification in emotion code, um, clients just started rolling in, went into body code, studied Reiki. I knew Reiki was never aligned with me. Um, but I just wanted to see what it was like just to be able to compare it so I could tell others the difference. Um, we can get into the differences and comparison with all the modalities later if you guys want. Mm -hmm. But from there, I just kept being guided to different modalities and working with different healers and shamans and doctors. And all of it has helped me basically create the life that I want and 
run optimally in my own physical body and understand, have this beautiful intuitive relationship with my body. And I don't know, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm like, me, me, that's me. I want that. I want all of that. I just want to learn everything about it and experience it. Because having had the experience of working with you, which, should I share it right now? Yeah. It's like, it's so cool. <laughs> it is. So, so I come in and I had never met Madison before and you know, I'm five, two and Madison is what, six, something, oh, six feet, almost six feet. She's like taller than me <laughs> and beautiful, beautiful woman. And she asked me, well, do you want to sit on the sofa? Do you want to lay on this really nice fuzzy carpet? And then she has this like pink carpet underneath. Oh, I want to be on the floor. <laughs> and I lay down. Thank God, you were on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor. I'm laying there in corpse position and she starts and mind you, you know, my whole thing was this lead. And can you please help me get the lead out? I don't know, understand it. I don't know why it's not going away. I'm doing everything possible. Well, in the first half hour of our session, I literally, I have to open my eyes because I say, I feel like I'm having an exorcism here. And she goes, oh, you are. You are having an exorcism. <laughs> I had no idea what that looked like, felt like. I'd never, I just sounded like an exorcism because my whole body was literally shaking and like I was going through these convulsions and I had pain in certain areas. But the most incredible thing was, and then, so then we did that. And then the, the second half hour was a little bit different. And I opened my eyes again. I said, I've never done this, but I was like, I feel like I'm on an ayahuasca journey. And I was like, I, I don't know what that is, but I felt like I was literally sitting in the middle of lane in the middle of a forest with an indigenous woman speaking tongues I've never heard about. And it was like, oh my God. And she goes, yes, I'm doing ayahuasca on you right now. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but she was pulling this darkness out of my body. That was like so amazing. And, you know, fast forward, I... I, um, I ended up doing my test. I still have work to do on this lead. And when she came in, I'm like, okay, we have more work to do here, don't we? <laughs> layers upon layers. We yeah. always have more work it's to do. I know, <laughs> but it's so incredible though, exactly. to have like, you know, especially someone like Madison that has all these different modalities that I don't know what the, the key to unlocking it is, but I feel hope. And that's what, I know it, what is. it is. You want to know what it is? Yeah, what You're is. supposed to learn a modality and do it yourself because you want to learn how to do it yourself. So the lead will leave as soon as you find the modality that aligns. It's going to click clear and boom, you're going to be good. God, I'm so excited. I can it barely just, see it. just showed I, me. So. I love you saying that because it truly is like once you know your call or like when you're like, you know, you're supposed to be a teacher. Like that was like when I did it. I did like, it's so interesting hearing you about, you knew Reiki wasn't for you. The first time I ever did a session with our mutual friend, Isabel, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this so that I can continue to do this on myself mm -hmm. and then help those in my close friends circles, like for the clients that I work with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once you're introduced to a modality, that's like sparks something inside of you that mm -hmm. it's like, Ooh, this is it. Like, it's just so amazing. And I love that there are so many out there. Mm -hmm. There's some that are, have yet to be discovered that are 
yet to be downloaded and understood into our consciousness that it there's one for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. not just one, but they all work so harmoniously together. They're all so interrelated. Mm-hmm. Cause like you, like I've worked with plant medicine. I've worked with shamans. I've worked with Reiki masters. I've worked with it, like everybody, you name it, because I love how you described it as a life rug moment, the, the rug being pulled <laughs> out from underneath you. Because let me tell you, I have had probably two or three of those, like two massive ones in my life that I can truly say, like, you know, when mm-hmm. you've like hit the, hit the floor, like uh-huh. your feet have been taken from out underneath you. But it is in those moments, because I don't know if you're like me, I'm an experiential learner. Like mm-hmm. I have to learn the hard way. Like I have to go through it and then be like, oh yeah, that's why. Like somebody could be telling me like, that's hot. Like as a young kid, oh, that's hot. Don't touch the stove. Oh, that's hot. Don't touch the stove. <laughs> Until I touch it, I'm not going to know. I need yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need to have my own physical experience through my body. And I think that's what has made me so successful at what I do is I've had just about every ailment, pathogen, chronic infection in my body, and I know how to clear it, transmute it, heal it. And if I don't know how to do it energetically, I know what physical tool, doctor, modality is going to help that person or myself. So, oh, What a blessing yeah. that she's here sitting with us. <laughs> my poor body, but hey, you know what? I'm really learning how to love it. So it's responding much better to me. <laughs> you know what? They say it's like our what is it? It's like the, whatever that we're dealing with, like our medicine is our teaching, you know, like whatever Mm -hmm. it is that we need to learn is what we teach to help heal. It's like, Mm -hmm. I sit here in so much gratitude for all of my health struggles, all of the relationship struggles that I've dealt with in my Mm -hmm. life, because they have made me so much more open-hearted, so much more compassionate, understanding, and aware of that feeling as somebody comes to me and is like, I just don't get this X, Y, Z, or this is what I'm feeling. And everybody's telling me like you, everything's fine. You're good. And you're like, in your gut, you're like, no. (laughs) And you're like, just needing someone on your team. Totally. And that's what like, I love that. I love having you on our team. (laughs) So it's so amazing. I remember when, when we were first all diagnosed, um, gluten intolerant, and to me, it was an answered prayer mm-hmm. because I pray, I say, God, just give me something I can teach. Give me something that I can learn about and teach about mm-hmm. it. Because it's that very thing that Megan was saying is that it's so much easier for you to share the knowledge if you've experienced it yourself. Totally. Mm-hmm. So even the same thing, like if you're not a parent, how can you teach someone who has kids unless you've had kids yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, as a teacher, I remember before I had kids, I would tell, I would tell parents, you know, do this, do that, do this. And it was like, at the end of the day, I was like, how can I be saying that you're not a parent, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like the same thing with these, um, these illnesses and challenges that we all kind of go through Mm -hmm. to be able to experience it. And then on the other hand, I say, God, you know what? I don't need cancer to experience it, to let it go. (laughs) That's not something that I need. But there's also that feeling of, okay, I know how to prevent disease. I have this such a strong sense of knowing Mm -hmm. that using certain tools 
will help you stay strong and healthy. And even still stuff will show up, you know, because those are our lessons, Mm -hmm. no matter how diligent and on top of it we are, that's life. We'll always get thrown curveballs, And because we're constantly meant to learn, like I said, we're always going to have stuff. We're always going to keep learning Mm -hmm. and growing. That's just, Mm -hmm. it's why we're here Mm -hmm. to me. This is learning. We can't, we can't learn the same way. Like say we're up in the celestial realms and like we're in our home or heaven. Like we, can't learn the same lessons without a physical body. So like what a gift and a blessing it is to have these hardships and these heartbroken opens and these physical ailments. Cause there's so much learning and this is what honest, what's what builds community. It's, mm. it's what, we're going back to that tribe mm. mentality. And mm. this is yes. unfortunately right now, I think I don't want to get political or going into the collective, but like as a collective, there's so much fear and there's so much separation, but we're going to go through this breaking open point. We're like, we're going to go back to their tribes and finding our people and finding our soul families again. And it's going to be a blessing. It might not feel that way right now, but we're getting there one day at a time. (laughs) So I'm so curious, Madison, because you are like, I think about when I started stepping into my power, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of doubts. And also I was working with people significantly older than me and like trusting the voices that you were hearing, the things in your body, the knowledge that you had gained. What did that path look like once you started learning these codes and these modalities and these different systems? I doubted myself and the energy, the knowledge, what I was being shown so much. Um, What helped me was practice practicing, asking for feedback, following up with clients. Hey, how are you feeling? Like, okay, what are, so it's like, it's like, I have to, it's, in the beginning for the first few years, it's like studying the person, like, okay, how did that, how did that person respond to that? And does that work? And over time, it's allowed me to understand, okay, how does my medicine actually even work on people? And because I've studied so many different modalities, not one has fully, they all worked for me, but they didn't fully work for me, if that makes sense. But what I've been able to do with however many modalities I have underneath my belt, and I'm never going to stop learning because I freaking love learning. Um, I've been able to shift or change them or move them so that it works for me. Then they all work together. Um, but it's honestly just practice and like really trusting myself. So what I do is like, okay, I mean, there was a period of time like last year, like where I really doubted what I was doing. I was like, how is this really even working? I don't really know. Cause I'm mean, working with energy. Like I can see and witness the energy clear on my end and I can feel it clear but is it really working for them? And what are they feeling? Cause I can't feel everything they're feeling, even though I'm a multi-sensory, I see, I hear, and I know, but I can only see here and feel and know so much. So feeling brave enough to like ask my kid, okay, did you feel that? Like what's, what's shifting for you? What's coming up for you? And then also too, I think the best thing that's allowed me to build trust is like when clients like text me like a week or a month later and like, or even like the next day, like I manifested this in my life or like, Oh my gosh, I don't have any more pain or like, and that's those tests, those little testimonies are what have built confidence over the last few years. And I'm like, I like, there's some days where like, I get so much praise from my clients. I'm just like, I needed to hear that so much. So that's, I think that, but going back to one of the things I was saying is I tell this to my clients too, is anytime we're in that like lack of confidence or we aren't trusting ourselves. It's like, go, it's asking a question, the question, what helps me build confidence within myself? What helps me build trust with myself? And then usually what is it's like going to do something that we're good at to go help rebuild that again. 
So, like, if you're good at, like, cooking, for example, go and I know. cook something. Right, you were saying that. I'm like, oh, that's me in my kitchen. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's so important. And I, because I, I think it's important to ask that question because now that we're coming into this age of consciousness and awareness and more people are waking up to their own intuitive powers and their own healing ability, which we all have, like everyone has this ability. And I think so much of the time we doubt our own power. Mm -hmm. And I love hearing people that are fully in their power that even still might have doubts because things happen and we're always being challenged to grow and be more authentically ourselves. And when we can trust that nudge of that things like you're saying, things that you're just innately good at, like you don't have to try, you just are. Mm -hmm. And when you can get to that clarity and not looking at it as like an ego thing of like better than it's just what is. Mm -hmm. And then you can, uh, it gives permission for other people to do that too, mm -hmm. especially dealing with energy because it is so, um, like it's not tangible, but it is once you've opened your body to it. Mm -hmm. And I, I would love to know for you, like, what were those feelings in your body that kept guiding you to these modalities? Like how did that <laughs> unfold? Um, all kinds of feelings. Wow. Um, so the feelings are usually persistent. It's like, it's like, okay, like, so when I transitioned, so I went from emotion code, body code into theta healing. And I just, when I was, after it completed like body code, I was working with clients where I'm like, there's something else missing here. There's another piece to my practice or what I need to do here that I'm missing. So I started praying. And then literally like within a week, a he, another healer friend reached out to me like, Hey, I'm doing this theta healing course. Do you want to join? I'm like, yup. And then I just <laughs> knew. Um, so and then from there, like just at the different modalities, it's like, I just knew that I needed to. It's like usually like this, like little anxious excitement feeling that sits right in my stomach, my solar plexus and sacral region. And then my guides are like, you got to do it. You got to, got, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I'm like, okay, okay, guys, I'll do it. Fine. I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Love it. and it just, if it is aligned, like everything always just works out. The finances show up, the, the time off shows up. It just all lines up and there's been modalities that I've wanted to study and then like, or teachers I've wanted to work with and, or things I've wanted to do. And when it's not in alignment, it, it's just not in alignment. It just doesn't work out. So it's beginning to listen to that as well. There's two sides to it. I think that's so wonderful too. Cause like, again, not all medicine is for everybody. Mm -mm. Like I sit there and say like, after I did ayahuasca, I was like, that was so healing and nurturing for me and what I needed. And it's a medicine that I will continue to work with. I'm sure throughout my life, like <laughs> very, like when called to it, but I don't think it's necessary for everybody. And like what you did with my mom, like I remember coming back home from my experience, didn't tell anybody and was like, so guys, this is where I was. And this is what I was doing. And my mom's like, thank you for doing that. Cause I could never do it. And it's just like, you know, like intuitively, like things that you're called towards. But I also love that. Like, from what I've learned is that you definitely don't need to do that to have that experience as my mom witnessed working mm -hmm. with you, you can get that same release and that exorcism and whatever healing 
through other practitioners. Mm -hmm. And that's what I just, I love this. I Mm -hmm. love, I love this conversation so much Mm -hmm. because it's like, you might've tried something and it didn't feel right, but like, don't give up on that. This, this healing modalities because there's so many. Totally. Absolutely. And, and my invitation to everybody is work with different healers, work with different modalities, see what works, see what doesn't work. And not one healer is going to be able to fix all of your problems. Like I tried that. I'm like, there's a point in time where my mind is like, I'm going to study all of these modalities so I can help everybody with all of their issues. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's not, I'm not coded to do NLP. I'm not coded to do like that kind of release work. I'm coded to do yeah. this like really wild muscle testing slash galactic activation slash clearing <laughs> multidimensional work. It was I just, mean, you can uh, hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can hear it. <laughs> it was, I mean, so much gunk that was unexpected just was flying out of me. Mm-hmm. And, and then the different pain, it was like I had had this pain in my groin for so long mm-hmm. that it was like, wow, it was on fire, like literally on fire, you know, and the pain has definitely, since I saw you subsided and it's just now kind of like sneaking back in. And that's when, you know, okay, journey continues. It's talking to you. It's telling you something. Journey (laughs) continues. So I would love to, what is code? Mm -hmm. What are the different codes? What are the different modalities and how do they vary from, let's say a Reiki or other practices. And so just for those yeah. of us that are unfamiliar with So this. when I speak, when I say code or like you hear other healers say code or different, I think everybody has their own definition, but the way I see it, look at it and know it to be is like, I, when a client comes in, I kind of look at humans and their bodies and their auric fields is like a computer based system. So each computer is going to have its own coding. It's going to have its own software. It's going to have its own structures. It's going to have viruses. It's going to have all of that. And there's all these different little puzzle pieces. I was really good at puzzles, by the way, growing up. It was like one of my favorite things to do. So of course this would make sense. Um, And so it's like, and I'm very sensitive to frequency. So it's like, if there's something going on in somebody's body Okay. Is there a code there that's supposed to be there? Maybe it's a piece of information. It's a trapped emotion. It's something there that's not supposed to be there. Okay. And if there's a code there, what code can we just release it? Or is there another code or frequency we need to channel through to then clear it, to then replace it? So I'm con and, and I, when I, even when I'm muscle testing, I'm muscle testing yes and no questions to the subconscious mind to get this true false response to see what the imbalance is and then release it. So it's like, we're, we're, we're just coded a certain way. Each of us is so, we all come from the same source. We all come from the same, I guess, like one computer system, but each of us is so uniquely designed. And so quote unquote, we're all coded a certain way, just like one medicine is a specific code. And you and I might have the same illness or the same symptom showing, but that doesn't mean that medicine is going to work for my pancreas and your pancreas. Like it's going to be, so it's once we start to understand the way we're coded, the way we work, the way our life flows, what time our body does best when we go to bed and what time we wake up. It's like those codes, it's all, it's just information. And then from there we can start to like really be in harmony and design with our body and knowing quote unquote, what codes, medicines, frequencies, healers, doctors we need to best support us. 
Wow. It's a lot of information. It, it kind of reminds <laughs> no. me of the human design. We mm-hmm. just did a podcast with Katie Calder on human design. Mm-hmm. Do you use human design? I used it in like to help me understand myself for sure, but I don't use it in my own practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But this is what it is. It's like, that's like, it is all of these are tools to better know thyself. Like Absolutely. truly, if we think about it, it's like, the most like esoteric question of like, why am I here? What is my purpose? Like these questions that I feel on some level, all of us feel like deeply and like, we're, what are we seeking to understand? Um, on some degree, there can be people that are like us where it's like, we can't get enough of it. We're mm-hmm. constantly trying new things. I feel like Love sometimes <laughs> I, I throw myself into situations or like, I remember sitting there going into ayahuasca being like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? (laughs) I knew I needed to be there. You know, like you just, you don't know why you get pulled to these things, but at the simplest form, it's knowing yourself. And I love your, the like analogy of this like microchip, because it is like, I think about it as like, everybody is so unique. Yes. It's all similar. It's like a good way of like visualizing it for all of our like techies. Like I'm like not great at that, but even I can understand and like see you what you mean by whether it's eliminating it or bringing another frequency in. I I love that. And I also love how you said true false, because it's not like good, bad. It's Mm. just like, we're, we're trying to get like, is this true or is this false? I I just love that. I've never heard, like, I I just, I love that so much. Yeah. And we're like, we, we're complicated systems, but at the same time, we're very simple when it comes down to the core. And that's what the, um, emotion code body code showed me. It's like, I had a belief for a little while that like, oh my gosh, healing is so hard. And it's so like, out there and there's just so many belief systems and blah, 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 whatever. But like body code is super simple. It's asking yes and no questions to the subconscious mind to get to see six different key imbalances that this uh, doctor, Dr. Bradley Nelson developed. And it's anybody can use it. It's simple. And I invite everybody to go read his book, Emotion Code, if you really want some emotional clearing. It's like having the tools to be able to do it yourself. It's important for we'll us to have those that. tools. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll link that in the show notes mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love that. And so, do you ever notice, like, because I have to imagine, like, as somebody like me, I'm like, so how do my emotion? How do I feel now? Like, are you like? Do you get overwhelmed by people, or how did you learn boundaries from like oh, not just like so, reading everything or getting so overwhelmed by so much of, energy? Here's part of the reason why I think I got sick so young. I was so uh, sensitive. I look back, I was so freaking sensitive to sound, to noise, to everything. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I created illness. It was one of the many reasons I created illness in my body oh. was to have my own space from my family, to be taken care of, to have my needs be met. Because I didn't, at two years old, how am I going to communicate? Or like, mom, it's too loud. Or like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like it's too much. There's too many people touching me or whatever. So, um, I've learned to know like when my body needs rest, when too much is too much. I've like had very specific tools growing up. Like I always knew to like drive my own car to places because if I needed to leave, if energy became too much, I gave myself permission to leave. Um, I didn't understand at the time then and why, but now I look back, I'm like, I was a really sensitive being. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So with boundaries, it's, 
I have a really, really good clearing off process because I, I like anybody else, I'm not a per, like perfect healer. I take on and absorb energy. Sometimes I use my own energy and healing work when I am trying to do my best to channel source or other celestial frequencies through my field, through somebody else's field. But I'm, I'm still learning and practicing that. But like having an opening practice, a closing down practice, a clearing off practice has been really vital for me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's so good. I feel like everyone can use that when you're starting something. Like I know, like you saw before we started this, like we set intentions. I've like begun living my life with so much intention since going through Reiki training and just understanding energy more is that there is no like lack. Everything is like this exchange of energy mm-hmm. and frequency. It, it can like transmuting it is like, it's how you show up, how you release it, how it presents itself. And so the intention behind everything you do, I think is that first step of like really creating that boundary and that understanding and that awareness of the field. Cause everyone knows that feeling when you walk into a room and you're like, Ooh, like, was there just a fight that happened here? Cause mm-hmm. you feel it mm-hmm. like it's there or it's like you go in somewhere and you're like, God, this house feels so good. Like, I just want to like live here. Mm-hmm. What if like, what's going on? It's like, you can create that energy in your space. And I, it's such a good, you can do that regardless if you're doing a healing practice or not just like in your daily life, when you wake up in the morning, having these routines. Absolutely. Intention is so key because what it is, is like when we're setting the intention, one, we're calling awareness to like what we're wanting to create. And the universe is like, oh, you have an intention? You want to create something? Okay, let me bring X, Y, and Z forward. And we're going to help you manifest this as quickly as we can. So (laughs) living day to day with intention, like whether you're going into a meeting and like, just like how we opened up this podcast, like intention, prayerfulness is so key because it's telling the universe, hey, this is what I want to create. And it's always fun looking back to, it's like, there's been times like before meetings, like just play games, like, okay, this is kind of what like I want to get out of this meeting, or this is my intention. Not so much like what do I want, but like what are the ways of being and like what are what are the ways of being I want to achieve from this meeting? Or like what do we want to happen? And just like setting that intention, it's like you, typically that or something better happens. But if I go with the mindset meaning like, man, I don't want to do this. Oh, this doesn't feel good. I have to work with that person. Of course, guess what's gonna show up? Exactly that. So being super clear on what we're wanting to create, being intentional about is so important in our day-to-day life. And like you said, in the morning, like I wake up in the morning, like I could easily be like, oh man, I didn't sleep well, or it's going to ruin my day rather than like, mm, okay, I'm going to breathe for a little bit, maybe feel into what color I need right now. It's typically purple and white or gold. And then from there, I'm like, okay. And then I start saying like, I am good enough. I am worthy. I feel great. Like I'm so abundant. Like just even those like little affirmations will set the course of your day so much. And it's like, okay. I'm, they're being, I'm being called to share with this. I don't know what book or whose podcast or where I got this from, but at the end of our life, we're taken to this question of what did we do with our energy? So we can ask ourselves in the question, like the question in the morning, what do I want to do with my energy today? What do I want to create? And then from there, it's like, of course I want to create something good. So setting that intention, even if it's just like, I want to have a good day and see what shows up. <laughs> My smile, if you can see it, is like so big because that's why we named this podcast Make Life Delicious Mm -hmm. because everything in my life, I want it to be delicious. Mm -hmm. I wake up in a certain way looking forward to my morning practice, looking forward to the 
you know, just like what you said mm-hmm. of, you know, my positive intentions, my prayer, my quiet time, you know, five Tibetans, cold shower, you know, people go, you do all that. I'm like, yeah. And I meditate too, for 20 minutes with a funny little head on my head. That's helping my brain and my mitochondria. You know what I mean? It's like, but all of it is intentional because totally. I want to live the best life. Totally. And then I want to share that as my intention. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm being called to share right now is like, let's say we're like in a not so hot spot in our life where we're feeling like we're lacking something. For example, I'll be super vulnerable. I want a partner. I want a soulmate. It's been a really long time for me. And, um, I, so like, I'm, I'm feeling this, like, I'm not desperate, but I'm like feeling it's okay. What is this feeling that I'm really, really wanting in my life? And the word that came up in a meditation, it was like two weeks ago, right before I sat in a medicine ceremony. Well, first it was a red rose popped up right in front of my face. I was like, whoa. And I don't work with, I hadn't worked with rose frequencies. I had a really negative connotation to roses just based on like parent relationship and just cheating, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, I can change the way I feel about a rose. And then I was like asking the rose, like, why are you here? What are you here to show me? And then the word romance popped up and I was like, oh, okay. So what have I been doing the last weeks? I've been romancing myself. I've been taking bubble baths at night. I've been putting rose petals in my bath. I've been buying myself things. I've been buying myself chocolate cake. I've been dating myself and romancing myself. And it has been amazing. Yes. Yes. That is like, (laughs) thank you for sharing that. Megan talks about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that is so incredible. If we can't romance ourselves, how do we expect anybody else to be able to romance us? We got to know what our needs and our wants or desires are. We can't expect our partner to read our minds. (laughs) No, and you have to do that to know what to ask for. It's like whether you're calling in money, whether you're calling in a career, whether you're calling in a partner, a child, how do you embody that for yourself? How are you caring for yourself? How are you getting ready to manifest a lot of money? Do you have your finances in order? Are you, are there, is there debt? Is there bills? Is there a career you're wanting to change? Have you been making those baby steps? Like what would that feel like? I mean, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, you're feeling that, that yearning or that desire for it's like showing the appreciation of what you have now, Mm -hmm. what you have now is yourself. So how do I love myself and how can I love myself so amazingly that when somebody else comes, they're going to be like, I want to do it just like that, but better. Mm-hmm. I totally. want to like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, like your high five. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're on the same frequency yeah, right yeah. now. That is That's why I love working with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was pretty awesome. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. So if somebody were interested in working with you, mm-hmm. I know you have everything on your website, madison-weber.com. Kind of not really. I got to get that thing upgraded, but okay. yeah. There's yeah. a lot. There's so, a lot. Is there like more? It's been a while to tell you. Okay. I'm so busy. But there's a lot of information. You also can follow you on Instagram at Medicine Madison Insta- Madison, Madison Medical, Medical Intuitive. Intuitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, at mm-hmm. Madison Medical Intuitive. All of this is going to be linked below. Um, I haven't gone into sharing really my experience with Madison, but I, I, all I can say is that it's the clarity. If you're in a life predicament, which I know a lot of people are right now, like like I was on unemployment for a great portion of this year. There's been a lot of disruption in the workforce in our are just our daily stressor levels with this, this grand unknown. Here we are coming into cold and flu season and COVID's on the rise again. And we have this election and there's all of this energy. 
that we've just been talking about that is so frenetic. I mean, that was a huge part of why I felt called to leave LA right now is because like you, Madison, everything you said, I'm like, same, Mm -hmm. same, Mm -hmm. same. Like I am highly sensitive to that. And I had known for a while it was time to move on Mm -hmm. to, to spread my wings and find a new nest and find my, maybe not my forever home, but for my right now Mm -hmm. and working with you helped me have that clarity and that permission to do what was best for me and to discover that. So, I mean, medical or not, I can't, like, I can't tell you how deeply healing your sessions are. And I mean, like we've discussed in this episode, there's always more to uncover and to learn about yourself. Like with pegs, like the fact that you've had so many tests and doctors and these blocks with this lead still not dropping or going anywhere. And then you really, you have this like hit where you're like, Oh, okay. Maybe it's emotional. I need to go see a medical intuitive. Like before you get to that point, having a meeting with somebody, if you're curious about it, go check out Madison's stuff, go see if it's like, it feels good. If you have that curiosity, Mm -hmm. explore it, ask yourself questions, Mm -hmm. you know? And the way my medicine works is you'll know if it's aligned to work with me or not. I go deep. I go real freaking deep. I don't like doing the surface layer stuff. I mean, I will if I need to, because if let's say somebody comes in and their system's not available for the deep quantum work, I have some other really good tools that are going to create just as beautiful of a clearing and shift. But I like doing the galactic activation work and clear, like in clearing that stuff and creating big, massive paradigm shifts. That's what I was put on this earth to do. So, um, if you choose to work with me, I do consults, um, just learning about each other. If it's aligned to work, there's no pressure. There's never any attachment that I have to working with anybody. Cause I trust, um, that who's supposed to show up will show up. Um, but if you do, I invite you to bring like your a game on and like be ready to clear some stuff. But I also like the deeper, the work, what I've like kind of been observing of my medicine over the last weeks is like the people coming in have they're, they typically have their tools, meaning like they have a meditation practice. Like they've got to have those things in place because my work can tend to create fallout, meaning there's some emotional ups and downs. People fall away really quickly. Manifestations come in. So it's like having those tools kind of already in place in a network of people that you can kind of like nestle with. Um, it's important when working with me. I, the word that keeps coming up for me is galactic. <laughs> yeah. It's like so big, so ginormous, mm-hmm. you know, and I personally can't wait to continue doing more sessions. I know there's, there's layers of onions that I've been working on my whole life, mm-hmm. but I know that's part of why we're here, why we're together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, it's that learning to shine from the inside out. You totally. say that and mm-hmm. it's, it's so true. It's not out there, everybody. It's an inside All job. Inside. It's the a frequency, total... the embodiment, that the work. It's it's work to create what we want from like an authentic, true, honest space, and to be happy with what we're creating too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and satisfied, and rich, and delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like yes, all of it. It's like mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Oh my gosh, if you guys loved this time with us, sitting at our table, enjoying Madison and talking to Megan in the cabin and just hanging with us, you know, definitely 
feel free to share this with a friend because, you know, that's how we get to help each other. It's that pay it forward. That's what we love about this podcast is all the incredible humans that just show up in our life that are really here to help us all, you know, get to that A game for ourselves. you know, to find yeah. that happiness. Totally. And it's like through podcasts and listening to something that somebody's shared with me that then has introduced me to another path on this journey of life that I've like wound down and I'm just like, oh, I love it. It's like, yeah, if there's somebody that comes to mind, share this with them. If you love this or are fascinated, like we said, go check out Madison. We'll have all of her stuff linked below. And again, if you did like this, if you can rate, subscribe and review, it really helps us be able to reach more humans like you that can receive Madison's medicine. So Thank you all so much for this conversation, Madison. Truly, thank you from the depth <laughs> of my soul. You are such a gift in our life and so many others. Mm. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm so appreciative. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me talk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> touched my heart for sure. Touched my heart. Seriously. Thank mm. you.